I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to enjoy an alcoholic beverage or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know nothing about the drinks that we love to quaff, and that unbelievably, there will be some types of liquor out there that we are not acquainted with. And as we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to tipple and drink along with us while we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdict if we are going to spit or swallow. So if it's gross, we drank it so you don't have to. And it's definitely not just an excuse to open up the drinks cabinet on a Monday night. Heaven forbid. Here's Lev Kubiak, the Vice President and Chief Security Officer at Pfizer, on the discussion, The Dangers of Counterfeits and How You Can Get Your Medicine Safely, sponsored by Pfizer. Criminal groups are putting very dangerous substances into what appear to be routine prescription medicines. And so we have a significant rise in the presence of fentanyl and methamphetamine. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Pfizer. I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to have a glass of wine or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know next to nothing about the drink we love to quaff, and that unbelievably there will be some types of vino out there we are not acquainted with. As we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to wine and drink along with us, whilst we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdicts if we're going to spit or swallow. So if it's gross, we drank it so you don't have to. It's definitely not just an excuse to drink a bottle of wine on a Monday night. Heaven forbid. I'm going to talk like this. Yeah? yeah. Hi, hi, Sally. Hi. How are you? I've got a new voice. Yeah? God, yeah. another new voice. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm bored of it. Now, I'll... <laughs> Can I just uh, share something uh, with the listener, Sally? Mm-hmm. We got an email into the Spit or Swallow email account. Spit or Swallow podcast 34 at gmail.com. That's that correct. One. Yeah, Sally. Well done. And shall I tell you who it's from? <laughs> it's from the British Library. Of course it is. You know that they Yeah. Yeah. Big fans, big we, fans. Are, we are members of a library from... Highbrow. Just, we high just mix brow. with the highbrow. That's basically and what... Do you know what they want, Sally? They want to archive Spit or Swallow in the British Library. They don't, that doesn't mean they want to, like, stop it, does it? It means they want to, like, oh. keep it forever. That's oh, I what don't that know. Means, I'll, have to, I'll have to read, read it Yeah, you don't you just go, can we archive it now? We've had enough. It wasn't that, was it? It was archive no. it to keep it forever for, yeah. for for generations of people to hear it. Like, when, when our ancestors are on uh, Who Do You Think You Are? Yeah. And then they go down the family tree and they go, oh, look at your barren aunties. Um... Oh, just just see why they were barren is because they were into the booze and they talked about spitting and swallowing. Yeah. Oh, I hope you're proud. That's and they'd what... be saying things like, "There could have been money in this family, but those two, those two, they drank it all away." Yeah, one of those stories. But nonetheless, I don't care. I know. Or swallow podcast in the British Library. I... We've made it's it. Oh my God, I tell you, what a day, eh? And also what a day, because we just had snowballs with Angela Barnes. Christmas, it's the middle of Christmas, hasn't it? And it's only November, we're recording in November, but it felt like December the 25th, didn't it? Oh, I know, and now what I want to do is sit by the side of an open fire and have the rest of this bottle of avocado. Not that I'm telling you whether I liked it or not. Oh shit, I always get the idea of this podcast wrong. Well, at least you got the drink in there, you got the right drink, Lou, well done. Yes, yes. Should we find out whether you thought it was a spit or a swallow? Oh, yes, I bet you can't guess. 
we have a fantastic guest today, don't we, Louise? I'm not saying fantastic. I'm saying superb, Sally Slackslaywood. Superb. Yeah. Are you one of those people that says Sue rather than Sue? Well, I, I don't know why today I'm doing it because, like, uh, Angela Barnes is like Radio Four and that, isn't she? And she's <laughs> but she's well posh. So I'm trying to I'm trying to fit in with superb the superb Angela Barnes. Lisa, you've met me. Yeah, don't she's ruin the illusion, Angela. <laughs> Shit, this one. You can see all the booze behind her. We're doing this yeah. on Zoom. I mean, pretty much finished bottles of booze, and we've and she, she's lying down doing this as well. She can't get herself up. <laughs> yeah. Angela, yeah. hello. Hello, Sally and Lou. How are you? I sat myself in front of the drinks cabinet because it just felt right. Great. Right. Great. And you see, again, you're throwing yourself into it. You're so professional. This is what we want, Angela. Are your bottles of boo- boobs? Bottles of boobs. Bottles of boobs. I haven't even had a drink yet. Bottles of booze dusty. Are they dusty? Some are, yeah. My fellow, my husband loves his whiskey. So there's a lot of sort of dusty, old, expensive whiskey bottles at the back. Ooh. Which when he's out and I've run out of booze, I have to be really careful not to go. Mm. Is, he a bit, is he a whiskey snob as well? He's a bit of a whiskey snob. Mm. He is. I, I'm, you know, and I've said it to him, they all taste the same, don't they, whiskey? Yeah, let's face it. What, what you could do is get some talcum powder and then put it on your hands and puff it around. So if you do have a whiskey, then it will look like dust on top. Nice. Because that's the problem with a dusty bottle. It leaves fingerprints, see? Yes. Try the talcum powder. It gets everywhere. Yeah. Angela, would you like to... Tell drink the listener what, yeah, yeah. what your drink of choice is, please. Well, I originally, so I know that you sort of often have wine, don't you? And I'm not mm-hmm. a wine drinker what? much. I, I will have a glass of wine sometimes, but I, like at my wedding, we had beer on the tables, not wine. Great. I'm a bit working class chip on my shoulder. And wine, I think, wine came with the Normans and it was for people then trying to pretend they were French and posh. I go, no, we're, we're beer drinkers in this country. So that's why. I but I'm not drinking a beer because... It's sort of mid-November yeah. as we're recording this. Yeah. And for me, that is the start of a very important season. And that is of the course. snowball season. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I bloody love a snowball. And so when you said, well, what drink do you want? I was like, mid-November, I want a bloody snowball. That's it's a great choice. It's a great choice. Oh, can I see the glass that you've got for your snowball? It's my little... Oh, ah, lovely. Tumbler. And that's your avocado there. That's my avocado there. Oh, and then I'm just going to top it up with some lemonade. Right. Can I, let I... You, can I let you into a little secret? You know, you, mm. this podcast is really about wine. That was the idea when we started this, yeah. it about wine, but yeah. rarely do we do wine. We thought we were going to end up knowing everything about wine. Mm. And um, I mean, it's people like you, Angela, that we invite on who bring on, I mean, let's face it, quite a. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how to describe a, a child's drink. It's a child. It was the first oh, yeah. alcoholic drink I think I ever had. Yeah, yeah, me. That's yeah. It. It's got real. It reminds me of being at my nan's house at Christmas, yeah. and I, you know, and because you did drink them when you were a kid, because what is fizzy? It's fizzy custard, right? Is That's it exactly is. it. <laughs> yeah, um, such a disgusting and... description. <laughs> That's, that's like gone off custard, isn't it? Busy custard. Exactly how I described it to my niece earlier when she said, what are you drinking today? And I said, it's your mum's favourite drink. My sister loves a snowball. Mm. And she was like, what's a snowball? I was like, it's like alcoholic custard. And it is, yeah. isn't it? Totally yeah. is. Avocar is, and loads of people hate it and they really dump on avocar. But I'm just, if you like, what's not to like about Alcoholic custard. What's wrong with you? Do you, know I, do you know what I've done? I've bought a ready-made one. <gasps> oh, I didn't know you could get clever. that. I said, to, well, it's the right season, thanks to Angela yeah. Barnes. They're in little gift boxes in Tesco and places in the supermarkets. And I said to Lou, I'm not getting a bottle of fucking Advocat. I've got so much <laughs> crap on my... And I know how long that will sit on my shelf. <laughs> I well, know if you invite me round, it won't, Sally. Yeah, that's true. If I invite you, <laughs> you guys round, it will go. But I thought I'm not getting a bottle of fucking Africa. But I um, but yeah, I bought a ready-made snowball, so I thought, well, that's good because I can try it. I, yeah. You know, I can yeah. What is the um alcohol percentage of that ready-made? Snowball? Three point five percent. Oh, mate, easy yeah. now, easy. Just, and it tells me to drink responsibly. Well, I've got a pint. Yay, hey, get uh, on, snow- look at that. Cheers, they guys. Great, cheers. cheers. Oh, oh, I put a cherry oh, in mine so as well. So have I, yes. Oh, it tastes like oh. Christmas. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So many memories. <laughs> Isn't it? Oh, 
Goodness every me. year, every year we buy a bottle of Avocar around this time, mm. thinking that's going to last us, and then we have to buy another one, oh, really? thinking that'll last, and then we buy another one. It's always three. I don't know why we don't just buy three bottles in November, but we believe... always end up buying three. I can't believe how much mm. you like it. I really like it. I'm not a sweet drink person. Like I don't like you know sweet boozy drinks very much, but a snow. I think it's the nostalgia of it. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> Bailey's. I I will only drink Bailey's at Christmas. Same. Uh, I will only drink a snowball at Christmas. And if you have three bottles at Christmas, so be it, Angela Barnes. You, you've got to make the most of it while they're in the shops. You know, you offered me a, a snowball in April, I'd think you were deranged. Yeah. And I would say, no, thank you. Come back in November. Would yeah. you? No, I'd drink it. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> you, were, you were just saying that you had um, beer on your tables at your wedding. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what sort of beer was that? Was it a crafty beer or was it, it was, a lager? It was, a, it was, well, there was a choice. So it was from a brewery in Kent and uh, called the Old Dairy. And so we had, I think we had an IPA, a lager and something else. I can't remember, maybe a golden ale or something. So there was three. But then we had some ciders as well if people wanted cider. But you know what? If they wanted wine, they had to go and buy one. Because every wedding I've been to, I've had to go and buy a beer because there's only wine on the tables. (laughs) So I was like, at my wedding, anyone wants wine, they can bloody well buy one. You punished everybody. (laughs) I did. I think that's great, though. That is brilliant because you've done it the way you wanted to do it. You haven't gone with convention. You've gone, do you know what? Sod off. I'm doing exactly what I want to do. Well done. that, That was very much the theme of our wedding. And our wedding was quite, we were in a field. It was in a tent thing so it was quite festivaly and I thought well you don't drink wine at a festival do you, you drink beer and cider at a festival did you make them all drink it out of plastic cups as well no we had glasses oh. we, we had glasses we didn't do that we weren't that mean but we did all the toasts with beer so oh, yeah. oh great oh that's yeah. brilliant Actually, my, when my brother and sister-in-law got married they were quite young and she was really into sweet white wine then and um and red wine and so they just had sweet white wine on all the tables and i thought fair enough it's your red yeah. i mean I'm, i don't like it but it's Cheap your wedding well. if you're just going to put a bottle of lambrini on every yeah. table that's yeah. cutting the cost significantly like, no it's what i like it's going yeah. down I bet, I bet you did your bit though sally i bet you i bet you just thought you know what it's my it's my new sister-in-law i'm i'm gonna drink this just for her. I bet I you did. did that. I did yeah. it for her, yeah. Yeah, yeah come to the family, did. come into the family. And she stayed, I think, probably oh. because of that. Nothing to do with being no. married to my brother and being very happy, but because I drank sweet white wine. Mm. <laughs> yeah. What was your um, training drink when you were growing up? So my training drink, I think, was... It's often the drink your parents drink, right? Because it's in the cabinet and that's what you try. So for me, it was very... We were a Cinzano house. Oh. Like sneaking my mum's Cinzano. And I'd be allowed to have it... Christmas, you know, a little tiny bit of Cinzano with a lot of lemonade. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, I'd have a, add a little bit more Cinzano to it. And and so that was my training drink, I think, at home. And, and I haven't, you just don't see it now, do you, Cinzano? No, no. I don't know, if I went to a pub and asked for Cinzano and lemonade, would mm. I get one? I don't know. I don't know. I'm really tempted to go and buy a bottle for Christmas. Mm. I don't even know what it really is, Cinzano. Well, it's, it's a vermouth, it's, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's sort of a vermouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because mm. you can buy, yeah, I, I'm quite confused. Perhaps that's something I should learn. Because like, there's Cenzano and Martini, wasn't there? Yeah. But Martini is a vermouth as well, isn't it? Yeah. That's... You have Martini Rosso was the red one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then you yeah. had, I don't really know. I mean, I can still, when I really think about it, I can taste it. Yeah. You know, it's like it was it had a very sort of individual taste, Cenzano. Yeah. And um, yeah. Nice. And then I think what happened, right, I think our generation, right, this is my little theory, because then Alcopops came along. So they came along, I reckon, when I was about 16. So I'm, what, in my mid-40s. So we had your two dogs and your hooch and all of that. And I think that that's why our generation, why we've got arrested development and we can't grow up. Because you're supposed to learn to love booze at that <laughs> age, right? That's where you're supposed to... You could just get pissed on lemonade forever. You're never growing up. Or fizzy custard. Or fizzy custard, you know. So, no, so I, I think, think you've got a point. ruined us. Yeah, because yeah. mm. it was just like drinking sort of slightly sort of funny flavoured fruit juice, wasn't it? That yeah, was, it's that like was fruit basically... juice that had gone off a bit, basically. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mad Dog 2020, that was our, oh God, we used to drink bottles of that when I was like 15, 16. We'd go and buy a litre bottle of Mad Dog 2020 from the corner shop. Me and my friend Vicky would sit on a street corner and drink it and then go and try and get into a pub. And did right. you? Um, did you get into Sometimes the pubs? we did, sometimes we didn't. Yeah. Um, sometimes we'd just buy more Mad Dog, sit back on the step, drink it and then go home. <laughs> and how, how did you get home after all those bottles of Mad Dog? Vicky had an older brother who him and his friends used to be our sort of little guardian angel. So her mum, her mum was 
very cool. Vicky's mum was Belgian and, and sort of a bit cool. And she would uh, sort of say, just make sure they're all right. And make so we'd go and try and find them in a pub. They were a bit older and they'd just be like, come on, let's get you home. And they'd walk us home, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. But we, um, yeah, we used to drink it just on a street. When I think back to like the situations you put yourself in as a young you're just getting pissed on a street corner. Mum, if you're listening to this, it never happened. I'm making it up. I'm lying. <laughs> like in a park, you know, and loads of people oh, just to go to the park or it was or outside the local shop, wasn't it, where you practice smoking and you had your, your little drink yeah. of something and that that's what you I mean, you can't do that nowadays, can you, oh, Angela? You no. I remember that I remember once being with my friends Kate and Kirsten and we were in a um a graveyard and we were I'll tell you what we were drinking, Thunderbirds. Do you remember oh, Thunderbirds? Yes. Oh, that stuff oh, was lethal. You had the red one and the blue one and i think we had a bottle of each and we were we, we sat in this graveyard in maidstone town center just drinking this stuff before we try and get into a pub and then we just saw this torch shone on us and and it was these two uh, policemen and policewomen and they were like ladies and i was like oh shit and then they'll go how old are you and my friend Kat, we were about 15 and we looked so like we were we weren't girls that looked older we weren't and kate's going oh, we're 18 actually and it's just like we'll give it up kate just give it up so, yeah they're not buying this. And and then they, they poured the bottles of Thunderbirds out in front of us. Like, oh. It was heartbreaking. Oh. Just poured them out in front of us and then sent us on our way. And, oh. just think if they, and also that just sort of says quite a lot about your choice of drink because if that had been a nice bottle of booze, yeah. they would have just taken it with them. They were yeah. like, yes. it's Thunderbird. <laughs> so yeah. We don't want this. No one wants this. Yeah. Yeah. Only dead people want this. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, I don't think... I don't think I have ever tried Thunderbird. I don't oh. think I don't think I ever did. Don't I don't think, think now's the time to start, Lou. Really? I don't, I don't think so. I think there's other options now that oh. we didn't have. <laughs> Do you think that kids still sit on street corners? Because that's what I did. We I grew up in Oxford, and there's the Radcliffe Camera part of the university. It's a beautiful, round building, and they were it was so long ago that we used to be able to go and sit on the you know on the sort of brickwork. You're not allowed near it anymore to preserve yeah. it. And we'd sit there and drink up what was called pomaine, which I've never found since. Oh, but a, it was like pear, isn't it? It's pear. Yeah. But, and but I yeah. don't I, like I don't go looking for kids drinking on street corners but i don't tend to see i mean i, I don't I think I'm they with, are there's a little park be. locally where i walk the dog and sometimes you like if i go there on a saturday morning there'll be some cider bottles and stuff lying right around, good you know? it's just i'm not still. in parks very often no. late at night now so i suppose i'm not seeing oh, <laughs> are you not no. Not now I'm married. So. No. Oh, good. That's how you met him, Angela. <laughs> That's right. I, I, I went you. I went to the park, picked him up, never been back. <laughs> Palmaine, I had a really bad experience on Palmaine. My auntie Sheila, she bought me a, like, a magnum of Palmaine. Ooh. And it is, it's basically, it's a bit like baby sham, but it's kind of pear isn't it? Really sweet. And um, I drank most of the bottle and I was going clubbing with my mate Fiola. Oh, there was a club under the archways under the A40 and I can't remember what it was called, but we went there and I started snogging this bloke in a lumberjack shirt. And then halfway through snogging him, I was my belly went... Oh, and no, I was no. like, I'm going to shit myself. So I, I was like, oh, oh no. Oh, and I had the sweaty top lip. So I went off and I went to the loo and I pooed my entire body weight out. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I feel great now. So then I went downstairs and I started snogging this bloke in a lumberjack shirt. And then I started, the, my belly started going. And this, it was kind of on repeat and shit, repeat and shit. <laughs> and Fiola was like, you are aware that every time you've come back, you've got off with a different person. <laughs> We've all got lumberjack shirts. Yeah, on. yeah. I was like, um, no, I had no idea. I'd obviously gone, oh, that's better. Oh, where is he? You'll do. Is that in the 80s when blokes used to wear, always wear shirts, didn't they? Out? Yeah, it was yeah. shirts and shoes. Yeah. 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 They, they yeah. were the days as well when that was your prime goal, was just to get off with someone. It didn't yeah. really matter yeah. who it was. And yeah. the more the merrier, really. That yeah. was your goal, to get drunk and get off with someone. Yeah, and I Great did. days, great I days. Did. Oh, what? So simple. Yeah, it's all you wanted of at the end of the day was just to get off with somebody and then yeah. just crash out. Yeah. Yeah. And also you and could I sleep so time. well as that in those, you know, when you're young, you just sleep straight through, don't you, as well? Yeah. You know, you yeah. like, <laughs> wake up and think, oh, I'm awake now with a hangover. And I don't remember having the shame when I was young either. Never. Never. never just had after. the shame. Now, after, three glasses afterwards. of wine, I still wake up with, with yeah. shame. The fear. Somehow. That sort of, oh, my God, it's the done. worst feeling in yeah. the world. 
It's oh. every, but the good thing is everybody has it, I think, when they're yeah. older. It just suddenly happens, doesn't it? That awful yeah. fear and you just go, what did I do? And I'm, yeah, I'm the same as you, Angela. I be, I just used to wake up and laugh at what I'd done. And <laughs> no. I don't do anything different now, but I just go, oh, who have it's I insulted? It's just a bit more tragic, though, isn't it, as you're older? <laughs> it's like when you're young and you make a tit of yourself because you're pissed, that's fine. When you're in your 40s and you've made a tit of yourself because you're pissed, you want to, like get your passport and leave the country it's yeah just... and, and there's more i guess there's more consequences well in your head maybe there aren't but you just kind of go oh i've ruined that job and i've ruined <laughs> <Yeah>. that, <laughs> that <laughs> marriage <Yes. and> <laughs> exactly so angela you must have some good drunk stories to tell us oh god well i mean i yeah, I'm a bit, I'm one of these people that I get drunk really quickly. I always have done and always, and now I'm sort of approaching menopause. My tolerance has gone back through the floor. Like I built it up a bit, but now it's, and I find my worst thing is when I'm drunk, I, it, my mouth just runs away. I will tell you all my secrets. Oh, good. Keep and everyone else's. And then that's when I get the shame the next day and I go, I can't believe I told them that. You know, these things that have happened or that I've done or whatever I just I cannot stop my mouth and there's that little voice in your head going you shouldn't really be saying this yeah uh, as you're saying it to a stranger in a pub yeah. you know it's um but the the yeah when I try and think of the most drunk story there was one time oh god I must be in my early 20s with um some friends of mine in Maidstone we went out for the night and we ended up in Calais um what that was I wasn't expecting that. So, so what happened well what I, from what i can remember we've we've all tried to piece this back together since but i was actually it was with my cousin who uh stephen who's about six years older than me so he shouldn't know better really um but he was sober he was driving that night so we'd all gone to the pub and then we found out some other friends had gone camping in <laughs> Bodium in Sussex, right? We're in Maidstone in Kent. So we all piled into, a load of us piled into my cousin's car to go and try and find these friends that were camping on this Saturday night, right? We had loads of booze with us and stuff. Uh, I think what happened was we got to the campsite, couldn't find them, but then we were up for an adventure. So what should we do next? And we went, fuck it, let's go to France. And so we drove to Dover from Bodium. And um, it was in the days where you didn't need a passport to get on a ferry, you just needed ID of some scripture we all had whatever we needed we just booked a ferry and went to france and we got to calais and we all we went to this bar in calais and i remember i remember eating food in this uh, we found this restaurant because calais not you know it's like all truckers and so you found some like roadside cafe or something it must have been early hours of the morning by this point i remember just ordering food and my cousin had something that looked like a horse dick i don't know if it was and then we were genuinely like, right, well, I've got a credit card. We could get to Paris. And we could, at which point my cousin was like, guys, I think this is enough. <laughs> he was a sober one with the car. I think maybe I should take you all home. And me and my friend Jen were adamant, like, no, you go home. We're going to Paris. See you later. We were just going to go. And um, yeah, and then so he picked, anyway, he managed to get us in the car, get us back on a ferry. <laughs> so I don't know. We must, I don't know how long we were in Calais for. Maybe could have been an hour, could have been five hours. I don't know. Not long. Did you take advantage of the the um, hypermarket though to get some cheap booze, or did you just? I mean, that was surely the only reason. <laughs> Not even a block of cheese. Nothing. Nothing oh, to show mate. for it. I remember getting back on the ferry, and we were just with because it was a load of truckers and us on this late ferry, and just playing. There was some game we were playing on the ferry with a coin. I can't remember the load of French truckers, and then. Um, yeah, then we got back in the car and then we decided to go back to this campsite to see if we could find... It's like the sun's almost coming up by this point. So we go back um, to the campsite, couldn't find them. So we drove up to Bodium Castle with that, got our sleeping did. bags out of the boot and just went and slept by the moat at Bodium Castle. We were woken up the next morning when like the cleaners started arriving. We had to, yeah, just get out. Had to face that your was, life. That was just one of those days when you're young, you just go, yeah, let's just do that. Let's just do that. And there's no voice going, we've got work in the morning. Or no. Got... None of that. It was just, fuck it. What's the you don't care because I don't know what you did when you were that age for a living, but I was probably waiting tables or whatever, and I didn't care if I lost the job. I was so 
like, I don't know if arrogance the right word. I remember I used to say, I need these days off at Christmas. And they go, well, you can't because such and such wants them. I go, all right, I leave then. And I just like, jobs would you? <laughs> yeah. And then they, you know, so doing what you did, you're like, oh, well, never mind. You just go in the next day. I think I was even honest with employers go, yeah, we went to Calais and then just sorry about yeah. that. But then we decided to get our sleeping bags out and, and, and sleep in a castle. And that's why I didn't show yeah. up. But, that, you know, and you somehow, somehow managed to get, get away with it. those days, there were more jobs. So there were always more yeah. jobs. You yeah. Like, it's not like today when I, I look, my friend's got a son who's 17 and he can't like get a job in a shoe shop because there's 10 people going for the same job. It wasn't like that when we were teenagers. No. Saturday jobs were just easy to find. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, you didn't have that. Constantly on the phone to my temp agency in London, Judy Fisher. And, uh, and Shout they... out to Judy. Uh, it's a it's a company name. I don't know whether Judy yeah, actually did you ever exists. Meet actual Judy? No, no, I didn't. No. no, but I'm sure I've said this before. But I used to, when I lived in London and was temping in London, I'd just go out and get absolutely wrecked, and then decide quite early on that I wasn't going to go to work the next day. So I'd ring up and leave what I thought was a sensible <laughs> message on the answer machine. Go, Louis can't come to work. Not very well. The amount of times I've done that, and then oh, I yeah. yeah, and then you. You wake up in the morning you've not set your alarm and then you go oh, I should be at work and then you're like oh god but then uh and then the amount of jobs I was released from because um <laughs> I was sick quite a lot Angela as you can well, imagine I, I did a sort of weird reversal of that so I used to sleepwalk quite a lot when I was younger and there was one job where I was working in a a, a sort of home for people with learning disabilities and um I sleepwalked and phoned in sick what in the night had no recollection of doing it and the oh. next morning and so I phoned and got a voicemail left a message saying I wasn't coming in the next day I wasn't well next morning I go into work and they're like why are you here I thought you were real I was like what are you talking about I said you left a message I said no I didn't and then they played it back to me I was like oh, oh well so I don't freaky. remember doing that and I hadn't been drinking that night I was just that's that is so creepy. Yeah, like, I hear your voice as well. Yeah, yeah. To have a recording of you yeah, sleepwalking. Mm. That's, oh, that's great. I was talking about this with my old flatmate the other day because it, it reached its peak, sort of my late teens up to my mid-20s. I used to sleepwalk a lot and I think I had a lot of stuff going on and I just wasn't very settled. And um, there was one night I shared a flat for years with my friend Kirsty and um, she... <laughs> Our bedrooms were next to each other, and I'd at some point just got all our shoes and piled them up against her bedroom door in the night. So when she got up in the morning, she opened the bedroom door, just a load of shoes just fell on her. She was just like they were just piled, piled up. And like, you have no this? recollection of doing it. You're just like, no. well, is any me in the room? So obviously it, it was me. Been me. But I, <laughs> oh. one night she filmed me. So she was at film school when we were doing all this, and she said. She sometimes catches me sleepwalking. She said, I really want to film you, but it feels sort of intrusive. And I said, well, I do, because I mm. want to see... I'll do it. So the next time she filmed me and I got um, got up in the night and there was we had um, like a, a desk in the hallway with a computer on and a load of a pot of pens. And I got all the pens out and I just laid them along the carpet in a line and then I went back to bed. And she filmed me doing it. And the next day she showed me it and it freaked me out. I was like, yeah, don't <gasps> film me again. <laughs> you, have you ever been possessed before? Maybe it's a bit like um, The Exorcist or something. Maybe you were possessed. Maybe, or maybe I just had a very restless brain, which I think yes, is what, okay. yeah. what the conclusion I'm... was. Now all the, dr the drink and the sitting on the corner of the street drinking and going to Cali, it's all starting to make sense yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I've always been restless. I mean, I've recently been diagnosed with ADHD, so I think I am the one with my friends who go, Oh, let's just do that. Let's just do this. And when you're sort of 18, 19, that's fun. And then it gets to the point of going, oh, God, who's going to go with her and make sure she doesn't get murdered? That becomes a thing. So my friend Jen, who I've known since I was at school, she was one of my bridesmaids, and um, she would tell a story. There was one night that we were out and we were going back to her parents' house. Um, I was staying there. And on the way back, we bumped into these two guys and probably ended up snogging them like you do when you're a teenager. And then they were like, come back to ours. And I was like, all right, yeah. And she was just tells the story of like, we just went back to that. These two strange guys. I mean, I'm so lucky. And she had that thing of like, I, nothing in me wanted to come, but I couldn't, I knew you were going. 
Yeah. So, so I she, had to see, just... she's got to go. Oh, you're that got friend, Angela. I'm that, I was you're that, that friend. One. I feel really bad about. It. I was, I was kind of manic a bit at that time. I think, and I just was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so glad nothing bad happened to us. I think I was that person as well. Well, I still am. There's, I don't have any element of risk. I'm like, oh, you, what you want to do that? Yeah, all right then. What's the worst thing that can happen? I, I used to walk home all the time when I lived in Manchester. I used to walk home from the city centre, like a good few miles like after a night out and not even worry about it not even think about it yeah and I'll be I think on my I'm own. the opposite now I think something happened I don't know something clicked in my head now I'm the most risk averse person at all and I'm I'm the one now who goes I don't think you're allowed to do that actually I'm that but no I don't do that I think mm. they said you can't do that I think I'm the I'm a rule follower now, and I don't know when the switch happened, but it really happened, and now oh. I'm just completely risk averse. Oh, I wonder yeah. if it, wonder yeah. if it's the same time as you stop sleepwalking as well. Maybe, maybe I just yeah. I'm like a therapist, aren't I? <laughs> you really are. Oh, God. You're exactly the sort of person I would want to come to and confess all of my problems. To. Oh, get over yourself. <laughs> yeah, Next. Grow up. Have a glass of wine and grow up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blue, tell everybody where we're going to be on Wednesday, the 8th of December. Oh, my goodness, Sally. Well, we, you and me, Sally and Lou, are going to be in the Covent Garden Studios in London recording a double-ended live podcast with you and me and... Sean Walsh. Yeah, and... Matt Richardson. Oh, you'd be crazy not to buy tickets and come and join us for... Here's Lev Kubiak, the Vice President and Chief Security Officer at Pfizer, on the discussion, The Dangers of Counterfeits and How You Can Get Your Medicine Safely, sponsored by Pfizer. Criminal groups are putting very dangerous substances into what appear to be routine prescription medicines. And so we have a significant rise in the presence of fentanyl and methamphetamine. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Pfizer. For Christmas drink, K. See you there. <laughs> Talking of having a drink, shall we do the listeners? Mm. Basically, Angela, we ask our listeners to send us their drunk stories. That's what we do. And they mm. do. They, they, they comply. And so I'm going to read one out. Shall I read mm. this one out, Lou? Yeah, yeah, you... yeah. No, you go. Oh, hang on. I say that. I've got to bring it up. Chat, just keep chatting a minute. We've got, an, inter- we've got an international listener. Yes. Oh, we have. have you? Yeah. yeah. South Africa. From oh, Cape... proper international. Yeah, yeah, from Cape Town or something, wasn't it, Sally? Here it comes. Here, Here we it go. comes. Hang on just a moment. Oh, trust me to <laughs> not bring yes. Oh. <laughs> too many things. Kimberly from Cape Town. Well, hello, international listener, Kimberly. Hello, thanks for listening. It was a Saturday. I was going to a works awards do that night. In the afternoon, my neighbours put on a braai. I believe that's a barbecue to you. I thought you said bra. Sorry, oh, no, got you. No, well, I could. I mean, maybe <laughs> that's what she means. Bra. All my neighbours decided to put on a bra. <laughs> put on a braai. That is a barbecue, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. They invited me over. I went along thinking I would just have a couple of beers and a chat and then, you know, go home, whatever. Anyway, cut to five hours later and I'm at the works do. I eat my dinner. All good. I get through the chat with colleagues on my table. Great. Then I fall asleep. Fine. I wake up whilst I am pulling the tablecloth off the table. Cutlery, glasses, plates, bottles are going everywhere. I was dreaming I was performing a magic trick. People's outfits were ruined. Needless to say, the cleaning bills cost me a lot of money and I've not been invited to important events at work since. Fantastic, isn't it? That's a great one. No, I've Kimberly. never had a sort of blackout where I then come to. Just about to get. You know, like, oh, oh no, this is what I'm do doing, it. is it? <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! I've never done it. Oh, well, I don't know. I black out quite a lot, but I don't think I've ever. I've... Where's she said the she was dreaming it, didn't she? She said she was dreaming of being a magician. Is that what she just said? She must have fallen asleep and, and dreamt it and was acting it out, maybe. Because I think if you black out, that's you till the next day, right? Yeah, I'm not going to remember anything till yeah. I... I've, I've not fallen asleep. I don't think I've ever fallen asleep anywhere in public like that before. I mean, oh, I on the tube when I'm... Where have you fallen asleep, Sam? Oh, I've fallen asleep in, in bars and things. I used to fall asleep a lot when I was younger, just sort of... Um, yeah, just randomly 
fall asleep in places. They used to, at university. Oh, they call me the dormouse because I'd just fall asleep. Well, do, do, do you just did you fall asleep? Sometimes though, when I go to places and I'm a bit not not bored, but a bit tired of being there. Bored's a bit harsh, but you're just a bit tired of being somewhere, and then your friends are still there or something, and then you think, I really want to go, but I don't want to be rude. So what I do is I just curl up and have a little a little nap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have to. I think I have done that as well. I do. Don't you remember that moment? I think it happens in your thirties. That moment when you realise that if you're at a party like that and you're bored, that you can just go, go home. home. Yeah, such an amazing revelation. I know. you're nineteen, there's no way you're going home in the middle no. of a party, however boring it is, because something good might happen. Exactly. I, I had that the, a couple of weeks ago when I was in. Um, I was in Ireland uh, doing some gigs and like everyone was up for a massive old big piss up afterwards and it got to like half two, three o'clock in the morning and I was a bit like, I don't know why I'm still here. Uh, and then it's exactly as you say, a few years ago, old me would have gone, oh, sorry, younger me would have gone, oh no, I have to stay because I might miss out. Mm. And then, And then I was like, Oh no, I could just go, and I didn't say goodbye to anybody. I just no, fucked don't. off. Yeah, oh, it's the best point. feeling well, the saying, in the world. Yeah. The saying goodbye takes too long, and also oh. they don't care; they're pissed. No, or, you know. or they'll try and persuade you to stay, yes. and then you get yeah. guilted into staying. It's like yeah. no, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go. I'll tell you what, I remember um, my friend saying to me in Australia because I said, "You know what? I'm feeling a bit jet lagged. I'm gonna go." And she went, "It's been two weeks since you arrived, Sam." <laughs> <laughs> Still using it, mate. <laughs> Just try to be nice. We have to think of a cocktail for our listener, for Kimberly. What we do, Angela, as well. I don't know if we're going to think of a cocktail for you as well, Angela. But um, we have to, and we give it a name. So it's South Africa. So we've got yeah. a bit of got a bit of safari. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not Is it something not... bry, like the bride oh. nylon. Oh. No, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, bry. No, I quite like that bry. 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 Brian, bright eyes, bright eyes. Yeah, I trod over your beautiful notes then, didn't I, Lou? I do apologise. Bright, bright eyes, great name for a cocktail. Yeah, yeah, like a mai tai, but a bit burnt. Bright eye. Brighter. Yeah. There we go. Bright eye. Yes. What's in a mai tai then? It's kind Ooh, of, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a, a peach um, or something. Or, no, no, I think, isn't it more coffee, Mai Tai? Isn't oh, Mai Tai? I don't know. I'll, I'll have a Google. Have Sally, Google. Sally um, what was that um, safari drink that you found? There was a safari oh, cocktail or something. The, the, there was a, there's a liqueur or something that you can get. That's oh. like a fruity liqueur. Would that go? We'd have to put that in. We'd, we'd have, have to put, put that, that in. That's got yeah. to go in. So safari yeah. liqueur. What about yes. something like grenadine or something for the colour? Like that oh, nice, nice bright sunset. Oh, and then could it, because it's a bright, could it have, um, I used to, there's a place I used to go to in um, Hornsey near where I used to live and they used to do a, a Bloody Mary, but they put a strip of free, a streaky bacon in it. Oh. Don't want oh. like with a bright thing, like maybe you could pop a burger in it or a sausage oh. or something. Oh, well, maybe it could be like a Bloody Mary then. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. A bit of bacon. I've a bacon, a bit of like crispy bacon in your, in your uh, Bloody Mary. It was lovely. In a Mai Tai, a Mai Tai is Jamaican rum, Martinique molasses rum, orange curacao, uh, syrup, lime juice and simple syrup. Don't know, don't know. Even the word curacao has just given me a flashback. Mm. But we could do like a a Bloody Mary because that would be like the sunrise, Mm. wouldn't it? Yeah, and the bait, the bait, we could have a bit of kangaroo meat or you don't get that in South Africa, do you? A bit of... um, what do they, um, uh, like they love their beef jerky, don't they? They call it something yes. else. They yes. call it their yeah, uh, biltong. The, biltong. 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 Yeah. Well done. Biltong. Biltong's we go. in it. There, there we go. We go. I used to go to a pub where they used to, on Sunday lunchtimes, they used to, you know, make roast dinners and everything, but they used to just put a big bowl of roast potatoes on the bar with a bit of horseradish beside it. And people, while you were Ooh. waiting, while you were ordering a drink, you could just grab a tatty and put it in the horseradish. Wouldn't do that now, would they? Post COVID, but oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. What a great idea! Really nice. My friends' pub used to do that. My friends got a micro pub, so mm. it's tiny, tiny. So they don't do food in there because it's just so small. But they used to put roast potatoes and stuff on the on a Sunday on the bar. Yeah, so mm. it's such a nice yeah. touch, isn't it? Nice. So I love the name of that one, Bright Eye. What was your um, What's your aversion to curacao? Oh God! Yeah. Right. So okay. Picture the scene. No, I was about 17 and I did um, a German exchange trip. So I did German A-level and I went to, uh, there were only six of us, I think there were in my 
school that did German in my year. So we all went to this place in Germany. And um, German kids are just better at drinking than we are because they drink beer from a young age, like at the table, you know, and they're just better at it. And everyone in this town we went to, everyone in their houses, their basement would have like a, a party room in it. So there's loads of house parties. And we went to one, it was someone's 18th birthday, I think. And me and my friend Caroline were there. And, like we could barely speak German then, like barely. And especially if we had a few drinks, it was, and um, and they were drinking blue curacao. Is it curacao? I never know how to say it, curacao? Yeah, yeah. A blue curacao and orange juice. So it was like green, this stuff. We, so we'd been drinking beer in the afternoon and like with dinner, and then we were drinking these. And anyway, we got back to where we were staying and we were staying in a family house and they had these three daughters who were triplets, right? And they were in one bedroom and then me and Caroline were in two bedrooms next to each other. But the two bedrooms we were in were off of the triplets bedrooms. You had to walk through their bedroom to get mm -hmm. to our two bedrooms. And um, and they, they'd been at the party as well. Right. They just weren't as pissed as we, we just couldn't handle our drink. And we got back and I'll never forget because I was wearing a t-shirt, I was wearing this body shop t-shirt that my auntie had given me. She worked at body shop and it was really <laughs> cool. And I was wearing that, I was sleeping in it. And I got up in the night and I like woke Caroline up. I was like, I'm gonna be sick, I'm gonna be sick. So I went out to the bathroom and I'd like tiptoe through the triplets bedroom, Ooh. got to the bathroom, was sick. And then, oh no, that's right. I got, I got to the bathroom and I tried to open the bathroom door and I couldn't open it, there was someone in there. Oh, and no. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, what am I gonna do? And I was just sick into the body shop. <gasps> t-shirt that's all i could do and it was green like it was oh. neon green and then all i could do because i couldn't get into the bathroom was i had to turn around and walk with my sick filled t-shirt oh. back through the triplets bedroom without waking them up it was like some sort of game don't wake the triplets so i tiptoed through and i just remember saying caroline going, what do i do i've just got a t-shirt but i'm sick and she like took it and it stank and it was and she took it off me and helped me get and we put it in a ball uh. and I chucked it out the window like right in the morning we have to go and get that and so that was i had to throw away my uh body oh. shop Oh. As it turned out, there wasn't anyone in the bathroom. I was just trying to pull, and you had to pull. Oh. No! You were so proud of. I know. Lost it forever. My body shop T-shirt ended up in a German bin. Oh, oh. Do you know, when you said about the the German triplets, in my mind, you know the the twins that were in the League of Gentlemen. In the <laughs> there'll be no semen stains here, or whatever it was for that family. Yeah. I just kind of a. Imagine the three of them just kind of like moving around, like sort of like in sync together. <laughs> yeah, they were quite, they were, they were identical triplets. They were quite spooky Ooh. and they were quite serious. They were very sort of serious German girls. And um, yeah, so they, they were a bit frightening. Oh, they were so yeah, sleep in so a row like that. Just all yeah, yeah. And if they'd have heard you, they'd have just... Just sat up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eyes ping open. Ding. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. Did you oh. introduce them to the snowball? <laughs> I don't think I did, no. <laughs> you can put, like, brandy in a snowball or something, can't oh, you? Oh, do you know Ooh. what? Oh, that's that's nice. I do. I don't think I've got any brandy. Mm, I'm going to have a little Google, see, see if there's anything else. Isn't it brandy or is it something like that? I haven't like got that, any brandy. I don't know. We haven't got... That's one of the, the liquors we haven't got, Sally, from our oh. vast collection. Thank goodness. I never My drink gem. brandy. I don't no, know. that corvo, corvo, what's the, uh, corvo, 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 I can't say stuff. No, it's just like drinking perfume, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Not. No. So, what's your drink of choice nowadays? Then, so you're you you like your beers? I like my beers. I like my ales. You like your ales? I do. I'll occasionally drink a red wine. I quite like a nice Rioja every now and then. <laughs> Lovely. You know, don't mind that. Um, I like. What do I drink? I, I do like a port. Mm, with a bit Very of cheese. Oh, like Port with a bit of, yeah, that's lovely. Mm. Oh, yeah. But I just, like I said, my tolerance is so through the floor that, that I think that's why I drink ales, because I can drink a sort of 3 or 4% ale. <laughs> Feel like mm. I'm having a drink, but without ruining myself. It does. Mm. It's, I think for a lady, mm. I do think my tolerance for a lady. Yeah. But I think as, you, as the whole menopause does have something to, does have something to say. Oh, it doesn't have anything to say. What am I trying to say? It, <laughs> it, it, your tolerance does definitely does. shift, doesn't yeah. it? I, I remember I am... my friend telling me that when she started the menopause, she said that she, cause she's a beer fan like me. And she said that's when she started drinking cocktails because she realised she could only have one drink a night without feeling ill. So better make it 
a nice one yeah so then she got into some nice cocktails because you go i'm gonna have one drink but it's gonna Mm. be special Um, yeah my tolerance i think um (laughs) i mean i'm on the hlt and mm. i don't i don't know whether i think i've always been shit at drinking so that's just been maintained really i don't think i've I, i can't drink as much lager or beer as i used to because it bloats me and i feel uncomfortable but I'm doing really well at every other drink. Yeah, <laughs> you're not good. good at drink. I think you can hold your drink, but yeah. if I have three glasses of wine, I will be hungover all the next day till I go to bed. Have you had, do you ever have that? The other day, I had one glass of wine, and I had a really bad hangover the other day. The next day, and I thought, oh, that's that. That time you can drink a few glasses and you'll feel fine the next day. But sometimes there's just one glass, just one glass, and I felt mm. awful the next day. And I thought, how did how does that happen? Sometimes is it just there's something in it that just disagrees with you because I, I people laugh when I say this but I say sometimes I feel like I've had something I'm allergic to rather than it just yeah. being yes. over. yeah I'm like no that's that's a different reaction because I can you yeah know, there's other things you, I can drink more of you need to do what I do Angela and pop an antihistamine before she's you start obsessed. drinking she's obsessed with this Angela so well, I, do, I mean I take I do take antihistamines it. every day so well have another one yeah maybe I'll yeah. have another one before I yeah. I think you'll find out that Louise Conran works for some sort of pharmaceutical some pharmaceutical <laughs> yes, company soon yes. she's always j- j- tries to get every so single we've had HRT we've had <laughs> antihistamines she's <laughs> plugging them all yes oh yes she's always I trying to get people to take them and she's all of a sudden <laughs> she's got a little offer going thank you <laughs> but it doesn't it doesn't it depend on like like when you're drinking the wine and I find this is like I can have drink the same wine but if I'm in different company or if I'm elsewhere my reaction is different yeah. and if I'm relaxed and I'm and I'm at home and I'll have my bottle of Rioja with my gentleman caller mm-hmm. and I'll wake up the next day and I'll feel fine but if I have the same boozeroos and I'm out with on a hectic night somewhere but I have the same amount I will feel rough yeah. now why is that? There's something in that. I think there is. Yeah. I don't, last week I had, um, it was my birthday last week and I was recording Mot the Week on my birthday. And so um, we had a couple of beers after the record. And and then, but the next day I was going, Matt was coming up to London and we were going for a, a nice meal with a couple of friends. So, you know, the next day was my sort of little birthday celebration. But I had, I'm sure I only had maybe three cans of beer, maybe four, but I'm sure it was only three something I can definitely drink and um and I went back to this hotel that I was staying in and I, I had almost the fear like I just felt and I hadn't done anything embarrassing I don't think I had a, you know we were all just <clears> chatting <throat> had a few beers and I got a taxi to my hotel but then I just I, I kept waking up in the night like panic feeling all anxious and panicked and not knowing why and um and then the next day of course I just felt shit all day and I was like oh mm-hmm. I fucked it I fucked it tonight's supposed to be my nice meal and um, as it was, I had another couple of glasses of wine. It was fine. But I just had this, and, and there was no reason for it other than, I don't know, I was in a different place because I wasn't at home, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah. I t- there's a lot. Sort of hectic. Hectic might be a bit much to say, but yeah, that sort of, yeah. Yeah, a different mindset. By the way, that yeah. light is on a timer. I saw you sort of look, Angela, and it came <laughs> on. There's a light behind something. me that just suddenly comes on. It's on a timer. I saw you go, oh, what was that? <laughs> I was like, do I, do I tell her that like she's got a pod? Does she want to know she's got a poltergeist? I'm not sure she does. But I think there is something to be said in that for sure. Because sometimes, and sometimes if I'm really excited about going out drinking, you know, with some friends and stuff, I'm drunk before I've even touched alcohol. I'm like, I'm just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think you're right. I don't know. Like, so back in lockdown one, remember that? Back March yeah. 2020. Oh, the good old days. And, uh, the good old days. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I've got a lot of um, family in Newfoundland, Canada, where my mum's from. And so we organised it. It was about three or four weeks in, maybe. Maybe not even that far in. And uh, my cousin there had organised this Zoom party. And she'd done it. And they really know how to put on a party. So she, what they'd done is every room in your house was a different theme pub. And so it moved from room to room. The So you had an Irish bar in the kitchen and this type of bar in the... Whatever. Wow. And, and in every room and so uh, you'd go into one zoom room have the little party in there for like 45 minutes and then you'd move into another one and she had like spotify playlists that we all had and we did little Amazing. quizzes it was brilliant and i but because we were at home it was only matt and i here but it felt like i was at a party it really did because we had you know loads of friends and family on this zoom and we just drank so much so i think i would got some beers in and i finished those and then i I don't know to this day why I did it, but I'd been given a gift ages ago that I did like put in the 
globe bar and forgotten about, which is a bottle of Palmer Violet Gin. Oh, what's that like? At some point, it's, I mean, it's what you think. It tastes like, right, yeah, you know, disinfectant. Washing up liquid pretty, or something, yeah, yeah. it's pretty grim. But I drank half the bottle, like in this part, and I, I can't drink that much. I just can't. And it was only the two of us here. It wasn't, but I felt like I was at a party. Oh. And and eventually, it's sort of, you know, and I was just being really loud. I was dancing around the living room, like music. <laughs> I don't know what our neighbours thought was happening, but I was at a party as far as I was concerned with all my family and friends. And the, the next, I couldn't get out of bed the next day. I vomited all night. Oh. oh. And let me tell you, Palmer Violet Gin tastes the same on the way back Ooh. as it did on the way down. No. <laughs> I was just in bed for the, the whole day. Like, Matt thought it was hilarious because it's like, how did you even manage to get that pissed on a Zoom party? No. But I just, that was, I haven't been that drunk for ages. I properly broke myself. And, and I had the fear of going, oh my God, what was I saying to my family? <laughs> I was like, my mum was in that party. What was I saying? <laughs> I love those Zoom parties because you just, then you just close the lid and everyone's gone. God, yes, I'm just <laughs> home. Oh, oh, oh magic. Oh, oh, they were, quite, they were yeah. quite fun. I wouldn't want to do a Zoom party now. I hope we never have to again. But they were no. like something, weren't they? They were yeah. really something, you know, something better than, you know, they made lockdown to a certain extent, didn't they? Oh, those yeah. parties. Well, I think because it felt like well we're all just in this together and we're just doing something a bit different and it was you know yeah Sally and I did zoom parties quite a lot and then we got to the point where we'd both go to Little or Audi try and buy the same wine and we'd have snacks didn't we yeah there was a gammon wasn't there there was a gammon gammon. and there was um you'd have all of what vast smorgasbord of nibbles that you yeah and we were both on our own but we we had a great time didn't we Sally Lovely. And then we decided perhaps we should do a podcast. Given yeah. that we, maybe we should make it into a business. Oh, yeah. So, so, maybe we so it was monetize this tax, shit. Tax deductible. <laughs> yeah. Ah, clever. Yeah. We're not stupid. No. We, we want to. Um, we like to think of a cocktail for you, Angela. Now. Ooh. Oh yes. We yeah. um, a cocktail of. Should we have a little bit of beer in there? Well, we've got to have beer, uh, your IPA, haven't we? We've got to have your IPA. Yeah. We won't. We won't put your cur- blue curation. Cur- 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 that one. Cur- cur- we that yeah. One. No. yeah, we won't, we won't that do that. In. Could or you palm put... a violet gin? Please uh, don't. Oh, I was going to do that. Well, you're gonna, oh, okay. I don't think I'll ever no. drink that again. Could we, do they ever put maple syrup into? I'm just thinking of the Canada touch. Sweeten it with a bit of maple syrup. And I've never known it in a drink, but why not? But why I mean, not? This is a virtual bar, isn't it? Well, yeah. they must, there must be like a maple syrupy, liqueur type thing. We didn't know that there was a, such a thing as a butterscotch liqueur, Ooh, but we had that schnapps, the other yeah. day. But well, the so thing there they must have be... in, um, in Newfoundland is a thing called screech rum. I usually have a bottle oh, of it. I'm going to drink it at my wedding. And there's um, Well, screech rum is... So when you... Newfoundland is little Canada, a uh, little island off the... Coast of Canada. I've had one snowball and I'm not getting my words. Yeah. <laughs> but I am, um, and you have to do this thing. If you go there as a non Newfoundlander, you have to be screeched in. And uh, we actually, Matt's been screeched in when I've taken him to Newfoundland, but we also performed this as part of our wedding ceremony. So we got one of my encores to do it. Do you have to be a Newfoundlander to do it? And what you have to do is you have to eat a, what they call a piece of Newfie steak, which is like a bit of spam mm-hmm. to eat that. You have to drink a shot of screech rum mm-hmm. and then you have to kiss a cod. Oh. And there's a little thing you have to cite, recite. I can't remember what the screecher says something. And then you have, the answer is, um, indeed I do me old cock, long may your big jib draw. And once you've said that and you've done those three things, then you're an honorary Newfoundlander. So, um, so yeah, maybe pop a bit of screech rum in for my Newfoundland side. Does everybody do that? <laughs> everybody does it. And they do it in these pubs. There's this um, in St. John's in Newfoundland, which is the capital. I mean, Newfoundland's tiny. It's like the size of England and Wales, but with half a million people. It's this right. mad place. And all it's very Irish influence. So the main drag, if you like, George Street in St. John's, it's all Irish bars and Irish music and stuff. And they have in some of the couple of the bars is Trader John's and another one. They do screechings every Friday night at 11 o'clock. So if you have um, if you live in Newfoundland and you have visitors from overseas, you take them to Trader John's on a Friday night to get them screeched in. Has to be done. Then you get a certificate. Um, when they've been screeched in and oh. everyone's hammered. It's brilliant. So, I mean, they can... Oh, what a great idea. Oh, what a great story as well. You watch the musical Come From Away. Um, yes, I have. You, yeah, so they do a screeching in that, I think. They screech in the, the guys from the planes because that's set in Newfoundland. Oh. Um, 
And that's, I yeah. Remember. yeah. Do you know what? When we open that's our SOS bar, Sally, yeah. oh, we, what we're, we're going to have gonna... to do a screeching. Yeah. Do a screeching. Yeah, yeah we're going to have to do this. We yeah. could call Angela's, if it, if it had blue... In it. We could call it scream screeching blue not murder. <laughs> screeching blue, blue. Screeching blue. No, so the murder. No, Angela, screeching blue and scre- uh, help me out. I don't know what you're trying to say. Like screaming blue murder. Oh, I screeching. See. Yes. I think oh, I see. Screeching blue murder. That's that. Screeching blue murder. Yeah, I think that's it's got, it's got your craft you And also, Angela used to drink in a graveyard. There you go. Perfect. Yes. Oh, ties up. That was beautifully yes. done. Thank Screeching you. It's blue murder. Swift, yes. isn't it? Yes. So we've, got a bit of, so we've got the blue. I'm afraid you're going to have to have the blue. Cur- 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 I prefer that to the Palmer Palmer Okay. Yes. Yeah. We've got a bit. We've got a bit of beer going on. We're going to have to have the screech rum in it. Maybe have a beer chaser. Beer chaser, and then or the or the rum chaser. Maybe it's just three separate shots. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Fabulous. There you go. Done. 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 Sorted. I'm happy with that. Right. Excellent. Angela, time for the penultimate question. Mm-hmm. She always builds it up so much. She does. Hey, come much. on. Come on. I don't have much in my life, and this gives me a, a reason to live. Uh, <laughs> uh, Angela, now this. So you've got a spittoon in front of you, and it's mm-hmm. got the dregs and the shrapnel from somebody that spat their off casts into the bouquet of joy. Whose spittoon? Will you drink? It's the most disgusting question I've ever been asked in my life. I just You're very I, welcome. In these, in these COVID times, irresponsible, Mark, I say. But well, that's me all over. Good point, My first actually. thought is to go, whose platoon would I... And it would be my, my first true love, who would be Damon Albarn. Oh, we've not but, had him. But no. then I thought, well, I don't know, because he's quite sort of... I think if I drank his spittoon, if I, he'd be disgusted. I thought, actually, maybe what you want to do is drink someone's spittoon who would go... Oh, that was cool. Be my friend. Um, in which case, I think I'm going to go for meatloaf. Oh. Oh. Because I'm not that I'm a massive meatloaf fan, particularly. My dad was. And I love, like, listening to meatloaf music just makes me think of my dad and, um, and my childhood and, you know, all that. And I just think meatloaf would be like, you just drank my spittoon. We can be, we can be friends. Yes. Uh, and I, I reckon he's got some stories to... You know? I reckon that's a good one. There'd be some nice... Hope, yeah. So in my heart, says Damon Albarn, but I, I, I just don't want him to think I'm disgusting. So okay. yeah. I'm yeah. going to right. okay. We'll make sure Damon Alban doesn't hear this podcast. Yeah. Because well. yes. yes. he does listen every every week, but we'll yeah. make sure he doesn't listen to this yeah. one. Cool. Because Don't obviously, you know, there, there is a, a, a day, one day, where I will meet him and marry him. And I, Matt uh, knows all this, I assume. He's it's fine been, with that. Yeah. He's fine. Good, mm. good. That's <laughs> fair mm. enough. The last question is, is the drink... The, God, I'm going to start that again. Oh, Sally, come on now. Come on. Is the snowball a spit or a swallow? Yay. Louise. Well, I have to say that it's my sister's favourite drink. It's nearly Christmas. I was pleased as punch that you suggested this. It's a swallow from me. Thank Yay. you. I'm afraid it's a spit from me. Oh, no! I'm sorry. No. But do you know what? I'm, Nally, why I... do you hate Christmas? <laughs> Don't put that on me. <laughs> Uh, do you know what I I've I bought this um shot this already mixed one. I uh, would be curious. I think I'd quite like to try. It must be the same ingredients in there. I'd quite like yeah, to try. Yeah, but you get it. to do your own measures this yeah. way. That's what you need. And I don't mm. think they've done a very good job. Even though yeah. somebody has done it in a factory and put it into a little gift box, they give you some little snowball chocolates in the gift box oh, as well, which I oh bought. No. Yeah, I haven't tried them yet, but yeah. I'm going to give it one more go. Go on. No. I don't like it, I'm afraid. No, I, no. I mean, it's a real shame because I used to it conjures up memories of going on holiday at Christmas, actually, when it was my first drink, really. And I've got a picture of me drinking a snowball in my little dress that I got from Clock House. Do you remember that in CNA? Oh, yeah. Highly flammable clothing. It had a nice <laughs> slit neck. It had a slit neck and it was pink with lots of little black lines on it. Like, really oh, but so 80s. Oh, oh my God. And it, it had like a low waist, you know, it was a little mini dress with a little oh. low waist. Did, oh. you, did you crimp your hair? 
Yes. While you wear it. Yeah, that yes. needs crimped hair with it, right? Yeah, totally. Yes. There you go. Thank you so much, Angela. Yes. Yes. Thanks for having me. It's been I've been really feeling ill today, so you proper cheered me up. Thank or, or the yeah. snowball has. Yeah. One of them yeah. has. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with what you thought about the wines that we've tried or recommendations of your own, or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we're at at Lou and Sally. Facebook is Spit or Swallow Podcast. Or email us at Spit or Swallow Podcast 34, that's the number 34, at gmail.com. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash Spit or Swallow Podcast. Thanks to Audio Boom for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye! Bye. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. Your work technology should help your organization run better. Monday.com is an intuitive platform designed to help teams of all sizes work better together and maximize results. With Monday.com, you can easily customize your workflows to fit your team's exact needs and create automated updates to keep everyone up to speed in real time. Experience the power of a single platform that replaces your costly tech toolbox and the headache that comes with it. To start your 14-day free trial, go to Monday.com. Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with us about what you thought about the drinks that we've tried or recommendations of your own or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we are at Lou and Sally. Facebook and TikTok is Spit or Swallow Podcast or email us at spitorswallowpodcast34, that's the numbers 34, at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, then please subscribe and leave us a review because this helps other people find us. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash spit or swallow podcast where you can find some bonus content. Thanks to Acast for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you lot for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye! Bye.